We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, so much news on this Double Barrel Wednesday. It is, again, like I said, it's Groundhog Day. It's signing day. It's all you know, a lot of NFL news. Why did I not know it was Groundhog Day? Because you don't know holidays. It's I, not one that you know. You know Who celebrates Groundhog Day? We do it in Unadilla. Unadilla Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania. Yeah, to- Cannot forget ever the great Unadilla Bill. Right. Ever. Shout that's, out Unadilla. Yeah, that's right in your neck of the woods, right? He's going like toward, not my not neck really. What's going like towards Nebraska City? Oh, I thought that was kind of toward. No, Beatrice Una- is south. Yeah, I know. I, that's that's going east. I south, thought Unadilla was close to Beatrice. No, it's not. Okay, sorry. It is not close to Beatrice. My bad. It's on the way to Nebraska my City on Highway Two. Okay, thank you. Well, on that note, let's get the proper introduction on this fine double barrel Wednesday. To your colleague, the General Stars, Parker Gabriel. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop in. Very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh. You guys know what day it is? <laughs> it's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we're now joined by your colleague, the General Stars, Parker Gabriel. Good morning, Parker. Lots to get to in Nebraska football. But first, breaking news in the NFL. It is no longer the Washington football team. It is now the Washington Commanders, do you approve of that as an NFL fan, Parker? Do you like that? Good morning, guys. Yeah, well, nobody asked me. Well, yeah, well, for I'm my asking thoughts, you. I um, am. Uh, we are. Uh, I, you know what? I like football team. Honestly, like I thought football team that, that kind of grew on me over the course of time. They used it. I, I think they should have just left it um, as the as as the WFT. But among all of the other ones, I, well, they were all sort of along a similar line, right? Generals, commanders. Um, so, I don't know. I, generals, wasn't that like a, was that a hockey team or something like that back in the day? Um, or a baseball team? It was. I think there was another Washington Generals. Yeah, they point, played the I, Harlem Globetrotters. They yeah, played, that's right. Yeah, that's they right. played the Harlem Globetrotters. I wouldn't name a team the Generals because of that. Yep. Yeah, well, you're also, um, well, we don't, yeah, I, you know. There's also a generation that may not worry so much about that. Let me put it that way. Um, all things considered, I would have just left it as a football team. That's my hot take. Well, there was some ageism in that answer, which is interesting. <laughs> um, Parker, today is, I guess, National Signing Day 2. 2.0. Yeah, there was. You, we expect some additions today, correct? Yeah, I think, well, I think, you know, Nebraska's hoping for it. Um, about 8.45 or 9 o'clock, we'll learn about A.J. Allen, the running back from, from Monroe, Louisiana. And then a little bit later this morning, around 11, I think on ESPN, uh, we'll hear about Janiron Bonner, a wide receiver from Georgia, who just sort of popped up on the radar screen in the last day or so for, for Nebraska. has been a kid. You know, both of these guys, A.J. Allen was committed to TCU, uh, Bonner was committed to Georgia Tech. Neither of them signed in December. And it's a couple of uh, talented players. Both guys have four-star ratings from from at least a couple of the recruiting services um, who Nebraska could come away with. It's, it's sort of interesting, too, because, you know, I think when you look at needs with Nebraska, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and numbers, what they 
the question, part of the question is going to be how, how much more do they need to add from the portal at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking about adding two more offensive skill position guys. At this stage in the game, it's pretty clear that both of these guys fall in the sort of, you know, too good to pass up camp rather than do we absolutely need another running back or wide receiver camp. Yeah, it's interesting that way. How do you feel about where they sit right now, Nebraska? You, I bet you hear this a lot. You hear this question a lot, Parker. How does ne- fans are starting to get onto this? Like, how are they at the on both lines of scrimmage? How have they come through this recruiting period? Well, I think you know they, they've added three offensive linemen in this cycle, right? Two from the portal in Kevin Williams and Hunter Anthony, and then a, a, a offensive line, a high school kid in Justin Evans Jenkins, who. Just a little bit undersized is going to take some time to develop, but you you want all of your offensive linemen that you take out of high school to have time to develop. So, you know, they've taken three. Uh, they'll probably look to take more. I think the bigger concern at this point, if you can call it concern, is on the defensive line, just simply from the fact right. that, you know, they've had four guys leave the program. Ben Silly was completely out of eligibility. Um, and then Jordan Riley's going to play his sixth year at Oregon, transferred, and then the two other guys, you know, turned pro after five years of college football. So um, that that's you've had four guys leave. The only defensive lineman they've added was Brody Tagaloa, um, who's sort of a you know he's going to be a project just in the sense that he played tight end in high school mostly. Um, so you know they they've got to add there, but I, I think the, the one thing about that is. No matter what, um, they, they can add a guy from the portal. Maybe they'll add a difference maker from the portal. That They can certainly pitch playing time as the spring goes along and all of that. But to me, the, the answer at both of those positions all along, like the thrust of the answer was always going to have to come from the guys that are already in the program. You think they so? They have a bunch of young offensive linemen um, that they have to get straightened out, that someone, someone or someone's, you know, you, you have to take a step uh, forward developmentally between all of the, you know, Turner Corcoran, Bryce Benhart, uh, Ethan Piper, Brant Banks, Newelli. Like, they have all these guys that are young still. Mm-hmm. A couple of them have to pan out. Same on the defensive line. Who are we Tom talking Buckley, about? Marquise Black, mm-hmm. um, Nash Hupmacher, uh, Masai Newsome, Tate Wildeman. Like, they have all of these guys who have been in the program for a couple of years now. Buckley and... Jalen Weaver are just coming into their second years, but mm-hmm. you know, two or three years in the program, that's when you want to start to see those guys being able to step in uh, and be the next Casey Rogers, be the next Ty Robinson, that sort of thing. So my Parker Gabriel Parker, when you look around, so the news yesterday was Caleb Williams is going to USC. Wisconsin was rumored to be potentially a fit for him there. I, I guess when all is said and done, were you surprised at all that he went to USC or, or you do think that Wisconsin had an actual chance with him? I think Wisconsin was probably in the picture to some degree. I don't think it's a surprise that he ended up at USC. But I mean, there, there's a reason why everyone expected that to happen when he first went in the portal. I guess, you know, props to the kid and his family for for taking the time to make sure it was the right fit. I'm, I, if anything, I'm a little surprised that because, like, just because he ended up at USC, I guess I'm a little surprised it took as long as it did. I mean, it just seems so natural. They obviously knew Lincoln Riley and and what the situation was going to be there in general. But, no, I mean, I think it's obviously, you know, a huge um, uh, domino to fall in the college football landscape. And so it sort of played out about 
how it looked um, the day he went in the portal, right? He went to USC and Jackson Dart transferred and ended up at Ole Miss. And <laughs> there's a lot of Power 5 teams uh, that are going to have different quarterbacks in 2022 than they had in 2021. Let us contemplate Jim Harbaugh. Hmm. Harbaugh interviewing, quote-unquote, interviewing with the Vikings today. When you think about Harbaugh moving on, which it looks, it appears, it appears that he is, what what goes through your mind is in terms of loss for the Big Ten, loss for Michigan. Um, what do you think about Harbaugh moving on? Are you going to miss him? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Jim and I were close, close friends, so I'm going <laughs> to dearly miss him as he moves to the NFC North. Um, I mean, obviously, it would be a obviously just at this stage in the calendar that would be a huge. Uh, development for the Big Ten. Um, he, he, you know, had Michigan in the playoff and all of that. Not only that, but man, I mean, it just kicks up the. It just just when you think the coaching cycle and the carousel is good and well, you know, stopped for the year. Uh-huh. That'd be a pretty major domino to fall. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're starting to think about like who would Michigan go after? You know, you, you already before he's even taken the job with the Vikings, you already hear. Well, maybe Matt Rule wants back into college. Well. What about Luke Fickle? Obviously, Ohio State guy. What about Matt Campbell? Yeah, you know, there, there's yeah. all of these guys. Like, it's been, I'll, it would be super interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, Luke Fickle's got a great thing going in Cincinnati, but this offseason, what did all three of his coordinators, offense, defense, and special teams? That I think maybe they all left. Mm-hmm. Den Brock went to LSU. I think his defensive coordinator left um, too. So, like, life looks a little bit different now than it did. Uh, three months ago while they were making a run toward the college football playoffs. And, you know, obviously um, they would be able to attract a big name and then there's cascading effects from there. Right. I mean, what if Iowa state comes open in mid February, what right. if Cincinnati comes open in mid February, yeah. it just, Fascinating. it just would have, it would have impact on the landscape of the big 10, obviously. And then it would have coaching carousel impact too. Uh, that would probably, the ripple effect of that would affect a, a several different programs obviously just the way that works so, yes. yeah it would be it would be quite a development for uh early february parker always great stuff great thanks stuff. for the time and we will chat with you again next week all right sounds good hey simple schaefer's on uh, twitter saying that someone hasn't hasn't uh, got their super six in yet is that you no i have it i got it in i thought it was him okay, too great. no that's my, great my... Just, just stop the, you know you don't have to be so defensive shut up so. <laughs> Thank that you. was good. There you go, Parker. That was so, good. Yeah, I had mine I in. I did assume it. it was you, too. No, I had mine in afternoon-ish yesterday. And Schaefer did say you were by far – you're not close to last in this. So I was in good shape. I think it was a fair assumption, though. You, well, you, yeah, yeah. you kind of get lost in this stuff. I do. You think? It's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It, it, it's just – Oh, it's is life. it a good thing that I get well, lost in stuff? A, it's a part of life there, you know. Yeah. You don't think You're about suggesting the suggesting that I'm scatterbrained. You don't think about the Super Six. I don't think about the Super Six until it's time to do it. And I yeah. forget about did it. Did you do it? I did. You did. I may have done it after you did, actually. <laughs> I might have been one of the final five. Yeah. But I did. Okay. Yesterday I sent it in. Nice job. In the evening. Yeah, Schaefer does a super six of the class. And you in in this case you could you could include the portal guys. Right? Which I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I, I had a lot of portal guys in mind. Yeah, of course you did. Of course. Uh, let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I have told you several times today, not only is it Groundhog's Day, it is 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. 
It's Groundhog Day, by the way. Whatever. Not ground, ground, hog, there's no ground plural. Hogs. There's a, yeah. Well, it's not, there are a lot of not ground celebrating hogs all groundhogs. Well, there's a, it's Groundhog. You can day. celebrate what you want, and I'll celebrate what I want. I want to celebrate <laughs> the Groundhogs. Groundhogs not, not Day. Just, not just punks a ton. I've never film. heard of Groundhogs Day. Well, get used to it. It's part of the show now. So Groundhogs. Day. Going back to the two. Yes. It's a wild card Wednesday, number one. Mm-hmm. So it could go anywhere. Our trivia today is the number two. Seriously. Things about like second things. The number you understand when I when you play this show. Okay. Uh, just just know it's wild like card. It. It's random. Things yeah. about the number two. Okay, random. In life. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Who knows where I'll go with the number two trivia. Thank you for somebody, somebody for calling in. We had several callers today trying to get in for this. Good. How do you feel about my randomness in trivia for the number two and where this might go? Intrigued. That's I am good. intrigued. Don't be scared. Just be intrigued. Yes. This is a good way to go about it. Rick, how do you feel about uh, the number two and trivia? I feel good. Okay. Good. All right, He's confident. Rick. Yeah, I like You have no idea where I'm going with this, but you feel good. I like yeah. it. All right, Rick. Here we go on this 2-2-2-2 day. All right, Rick. Who was the second U.S. president? Oh, God. Jefferson. It was not T.J. Thomas Jefferson. Sip, do you want to pass or take that? Hard pass. History teachers are all weeping this morning, right now, listening to this. Uh, the answer was John Adams, Ooh. who was the second U.S. president. I'm kind of... Mm, no. All right, Sip. Didn't know that Continuing one. on in our number two trivia. <laughs> that was very random, by well, the way. That's it's Wild Card Wednesday. Who has the second most passing touchdowns of all time in the NFL? Okay, Tom Brady's number one. Tom Brady is number one. So you're talking about the second most? All right, let's think that this is the out. Question. Let's think this out a little bit. Who is number two in NFL passing well, touchdowns? Geez. Five seconds. Jeez. Five. Four. Three. Chimini. I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go One. uh Manning. Eight. Rick, do you want to steal that question or not? Yes, is that Drew Brees? They were in a battle a couple years ago for this. Oh, you're and, right. Uh, Tom Brady passed him. And now Should have gotten that. Gotten. All right, so 1-0 lead for Shucks. Rick. Rick, for the win, your last question. Here we go. Who has the second most rushing yards in Nebraska football history with 4,588 yards? Rex Burkhead. I think Rex is fifth. Or okay, sixth. so Rogier's number one. Mike Rogier is number one. That is correct. That's not the question, though. Who's number two? <laughs> Who would be number two? I got to say that is Amir Abdullah. He fights back with the. St- you didn't have to take that, by the way. Oh, you, I know. If you missed that, you would have lost the game. I know. But now you're tied up. I know the rules. How about that? 
Amir Abdullah is number two. That's correct. All right, Sip, for the win, your last question. Among active NFL head coaches, who has the second most wins all time? So behind Belichick? Um, active. Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Rick, do you want this one, or are we going to the tiebreaker? you got to be kidding Let's get to the tiebreaker. That'd be Andy Reid. Oh, how close is it with Tomlin? I don't, know. I, I, I don't think it's that close. Really? I mean, he's up there. Like, probably, he's probably third, but not like that close in wins. Oh. All right, this goes to you, Sip, and Rick will go over under your number. Ready? One-to-one tie. I'm ready. Stanley Morgan Jr. and Nate Swift are tied for second all-time in receiving touchdowns at Nebraska. How many did they both have in their careers for touchdowns? They're tied for second? They're both tied for second in career touchdowns receiving. Both these guys. What number are they tied at? 18. Okay. Rick, over, under, 18. I'll go over. In the spirit of our questions about twos, the answer is 22. 22 is where they're tied for second all time. Behind Johnny Rogers is 27. So, Rick, thanks for calling. Good work. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Shut up, Steve. Yeah. Okay, Rick. I will. No, I can't. Actually, we have to talk. It's a talk show. But I uh, appreciate How, the sentiment. Go? How'd that go? You really well. Random. Really Number well. Number two. I would say really well. You, yeah. I told you my brain was back yesterday. Yeah, your brain. It was back. I had it back. You know, what I, was wrong on Monday? Did I, you have I just a, didn't. Was have your it. weekend rough? Or no, something? I think I was just thrown off by the fact it was so nice out, and I just you know I couldn't think properly. I just wanted to enjoy the outdoors. I didn't do it that much, but I I just was longing for the sixty degree weather outside. Yeah, you sent me a you sent me um, a rundown, an incomplete rundown around <laughs> that dinner never time. No, it never happens. I, I was, said I got to take some time, and it just if you can help me out. And, and what happened? You, you, you fired right back. You were ready. It's, yeah. like you, it's like you were ready for that. Yeah. Fired back two immediate ones. And I said, perfect. Yeah. We'll go about our merry ways here. Then. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Ever heard that one? I have. I got to say, I'm proud of this game show today. I'm proud of the <laughs> you topic. You do seem very proud. I'm proud of the topic and the way it went. Yes. By the way, uh, Rick defeated me. 51-51 is the record. 51-51. It's amazing. I'm just hovering at 500 completely. Tomorrow's a big day. Try to go over 500. You have Schaefer here for that, too. Yep, that helps. So, all right. Well, congrats to Rick. We'll get him Bagels and Joe Bagels, courtesy of Eagle Delivery, the official courier of the ticket, Eagle Delivery. When we come back, we'll have Jay and DP in here for the spillover here on Early Break. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. 
Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.